Welcome to She's the DJ Podcast. My name is Kiana, also known as DJ Q Boogie. I'm a wife, mother, grandmother, motivator, old school hip hop lover, and founder of the Female DJ Association. I went from full-time corporate employee to full-time creative entrepreneur and built a successful DJ business. This podcast is part of my mission to help empower new and experienced female DJs, help you to build and enhance your DJ skills, elevate your business, and more than anything, help you do what you love and get paid doing it. We will be showcasing female DJs and business owners, share experiences, tips, and resources to get you ready and prepared to have a successful DJ business and build the confidence and power to create your own opportunities. Welcome to She's the DJ Podcast. My name is Kiana, also known as DJ Q Boogie, and we have another dope DJ here, and she is named Pittsburgh Magazine's 2019 Best Wedding DJ. Look at you knowing my stuff. Listen, I had to do some research, okay? <laughs> What's up, Jess? DJ Jess, how are you? Goodness, it's so good to see you. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on this. Thank you so much for coming through. I truly appreciate you. And it's so funny because I'm like, I don't even know how we met. I, did we meet on like Instagram? You remember? Yeah, Clubhouse. It was Clubhouse. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It really wasn't even on Clubhouse that much. I just remember you were hosting a room with Melanie, I think it was, and I popped yeah. in. Yep. And I was like, who is this woman? She is fantastic. Like, I love her perspective and I just want to know her. So yeah, that was our beginning. <laughs> and then we did the Ray Train last year about this time, right? Yeah, it was around this time. That's right, for Women's Day. Yep, you put that whole Ray Train together with a bunch of dope female DJs and we had a great day. It was so it. amazing. And mm -hmm. you, I, I know it took a lot for you to put that together. So thank you again for doing that because I've met so many great DJs from that. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Oh, that's so good to hear. Yeah. Bringing the ladies together. Yeah, yeah. So please tell everyone who is DJ Jess? Like, where mm -hmm. are you from? Um, you know, how long have you been DJing? Things like that. Just, just talk to me. Okay. So I was told I needed to work on my elevator pitch. So it's not just like DJ Jess from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know, I specialize in unique weddings. Um, so I don't even know how to reword that, <laughs> but we'll go with it. So yeah, I'm on the east side of Pittsburgh, about 15 minutes from the city. It's where I grew up. The same area I live is, is near where I grew up. Um, so I do weddings. I do weddings um, where the couples really, really care about the music and they don't want to just have your typical uptown funk and cha-cha slide. And they really want to get into the process of discovering their musical style. I was actually just laying out my client experience over the past couple of days. So I'm also looking for couples who want something different than just, you know, onboarding with me, paying the retainer, signing the contract, you know what I mean? And then meeting before the wedding and then having the wedding. Like I have this whole entire section of things that I want to do with my couples. Love that. Okay. I love it. I saw you posting about it on Instagram, but I love it because that's a great way to continue to um, have repeat clients. Customer service is like number one. You need to have great customer service and that is a part of having great customer service. So kudos to you for creating that. So is this going to just be for you? Are you going to let other DJs see it or like what's going on? That's a good question, Q. I was just it's thinking about that. that. 
So I think that I will, cause I definitely created something not to just like jump right into it and like discredit, like how I started and stuff, but I created something that's never been done before. Um, and I know that because I researched, <laughs> I was like, has anyone yeah. done this? You know, what do you guys think? So I do want to share. I am not about keeping things to myself as a secret because I know that nobody else can do mm-hmm. what I do because I, you know, nobody else is Jess McKelvey. Right. And that's, exactly. that's the beauty of the world. Right. So I was thinking about it. I'm scheduled to speak at a conference in February. And I was thinking that might be one of the topics that, um, that I speak about is the client experience and how to kind of elevate that. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I know we got off track, so we have to go back. That was my dad. Jess is, who is DJ Jess? (laughs) (laughs) So I've been DJing, I think for about 17 years, which is nuts to me. Um, I started when I was 21 in college, I went to Edinburgh, which is near Erie, Pennsylvania, up in the North near Canada. I went for event planning, um, but I'm here now. So I started DJing there because there's a bar called the hotel and that's where everybody went to get down. Like Edinburgh is tiny, but that's the spot where if you wanted to shake your ass, that's where you go, right? Right. So I wanted to shake my ass. Um, And my girl was DJing. So I credit the owner of that bar for hiring female DJs. And I was just requesting a shit ton of Obi Trice. That's just part of my story. It's when the Got Some Teeth album dropped. I don't remember the name of the album, but like it it had bangers. So I was requesting a lot of that. And my girl was like, Jess, you should be a DJ. I'm like, okay, you know, like, let's go. And then I just started busting out CDs from LimeWire and BearShare. Wow. <laughs> and Napster and just, you know, that's, that's how I got my start. I DJed in Erie at a couple other bars too, through a company called Zipper Down Productions, which I think about it now, like what the hell was I thinking? He was fine though. He, was, he wasn't creepy. <laughs> Zipper Down, like really? His nickname was like Zipper. So I'm like, oh, okay, you want to get down. I didn't think about it. Like, you know, what? <laughs> when I'm older, you start thinking about that type of stuff. Yeah, like, what? Zipper like, Down? Who knows, right? <laughs> But I did it on the side. Then I graduated, came back to Pittsburgh. My dad was in a wedding band. So I was like using his, his speakers and his mixers and just like showing up to these gigs, getting paid like 50 bucks just because I loved music. And I'm like, why not? Um, went back to school to be a teacher. Didn't think that I wanted, you know, I thought event planning was a party girl job. So I stayed away from that. Uh, got my master's, but I was DJing on the side, karaoke, you know, through a company and just dive bars and stuff. And after I had my two beautiful boys is when I started working for a DJ company in Pittsburgh that was doing more high-end weddings. And I'm like, wait a second, this isn't a party girl job. I can make my own schedule and be at home with my kids, right? And after five or was it no, two years with them, I'm like, you know what? I got to do this, man. I think this is that, that passion inside of me to do my own thing. And so I just went for it and started my own company. That was about six years ago. I love it. I love that story. So I see that you have a master's in elementary and special education, right? There you go again. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I do. Did you teach for a while or like, so you did? Okay. Yeah, I was at a charter school, um, like an inner city charter school and I loved it. I loved the children. I more so wanted to help and counsel them with all the environmental factors they brought in. I didn't want to teach them math and reading. You know, I just had this big heart. And then I taught at a high school with um, three boys who had autism and I would push into classes with them and basically just kind of follow along with their behavioral plan and what needed to be done for their education. And I liked it, but it just wasn't like, it didn't feel like my life's work. You know what I mean? I get it. I really get it. I mean, especially me being in insurance for like ever, 
Um, oh. it was, it was just a job, you know, it was just a job. It wasn't anything that I was passionate about. I had to figure that out later on in life, but yeah, I mean, that, that's how it goes. So, um, what do you, so, so you have two boys, right? How old are they? My youngest just turned seven. <laughs> I'm going to cry about that. And, uh, my oldest is eight. They're 15 months apart. Oh my God. So they're right? close. Are they really close? Oh, they're so close. I mean, yeah, they're, they're best friends, but they also want to, they really want to hurt each other sometimes too. It's, it's crazy. I mean, that's normal. That's normal. How do they feel about you DJing? It's just what they know, I guess. You know what oh, I mean? Yes. Because yeah. you all of their life. Yes, exactly. And I, they never said it was cool or anything. You know what I mean? Like they, they've been to conferences when I performed, they've seen me do that. Um, you know, I've, I've been in their classroom for classroom parties. I used to do zoom parties with their classrooms whenever we were on lockdown. Um, so maybe they think it's cool, but what was funny last night, my son Rowan, my seven-year-old was asking me about DNA and, and, uh, whoever touches you first after you're born, that means that's what you're going to do for your career. So he's like, so family's going to be a builder and I'm going to be a DJ. And I'm like, <laughs> I was just going to ask you that. Does do they want a DJ? How did they, they never thought about it? I don't think so. They don't show interest in it or anything. They just more so want to play video games and be famous YouTubers. Oh, I mean, of course. So like when I started DJing, I think it was like 14, 14 years ago, something like that. I started teaching my daughter how to DJ too. So we were like learning how to DJ together. She's 19 now and yeah. she's so over it. She can DJ though, but she yeah. has no interest into in doing it. So uh, what's her name? Soleil. Soleil. Okay. I love that. She's super dope. She's an esthetician. She, she's doing her thing, but she doesn't want to DJ though. She loves music, all types of music, but yeah. she want to DJ. What type of, what's, what's your favorite genres of music? I know oh you play God. a little bit of everything. So what's your favorite? Yeah. I, that question, it's so hard for DJs, right? Cause we, it just depends what mood we're in. You know what I mean? Oh. Um, I have a low key love for Coldplay. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Yeah, I know. No, they're not like, I'm not like jamming to them all the time, but like, I just wanted to share that because Coldplay is like, either you hate them or you love them or you get made fun of for liking them. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, so like blues is my shit too. You know, if I feel like just kind of jamming out, getting into it, I love, I think my soul is hip hop though. Like there is nothing to me like Talib Kweli, Common, Most Def, The Roots, like that's my shit. But then sometimes I just want to get down to Rick Ross. Um, oh, yes. you know, yeah, like, oh, the intensity he brings, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's so good. Purple Lamborghini is one of my jams. And I was just listening to a track with him and Anderson Pack today. Um, it, it's just, oh, I can't get enough of that. And then Neo Soul, like Erica Badu, Jill Scott, Anthony Hamilton. Oh, goosebumps. Music Soul Child. Did you see the verse, the verses? Did you? No. You didn't see the verses with Music Soul Child and Anthony Hamilton? Oh my God, I have to write this down. Yes, you need to write it down. Go on YouTube and find it. Okay, I will. It was great. I can't believe you missed it. I can't believe I did either. Oh my gosh. Go. You ever watch, or sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go, go. You ever watch Tiny Desk Concerts by NPR? Yes. That's yes. I haven't seen them in a long time though. Yeah. I, just, I, mean, I saw was like Megan The Stallion. Oh, she's on there? Girl, we need to like stop after this podcast and talk more about music too. Okay, so hold up. Versus music. Okay, okay, thank you. So freaking funny. <laughs> you know, one thing that I forgot to ask you was 
Like, how was your transition from um, working full-time into DJing full-time? Like, how did that go? How did you like, tell me about that process. It was incredible. <laughs> it was amazing. No. Right. So, I mean, I wasn't super full-time. I was, I guess. I never really liked being full, full-time with the nine to five. I always, to be honest, I always found myself calling off, you know, or, or being a little bit late. Um, so it was beautiful to wake up and stay at home to work. It was, that's like my, my dream. Every morning I fill out this, like, you know, law of attraction planner thing that I have. And it's like, name three things you're happy for. And I'm always just writing that I'm working from home. You know, like I just, I love making my own schedule. I love being able to sleep in a little bit. Um, and then just kind of deciding where my day goes. So that transition was magnificent. So you, you basically like to do whatever you want to do. Like me, like you do what you want to do when you want to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that freedom. Yeah. And I like being my own boss too. I really didn't like, I have to feel important at my job. I don't mean that in a bad way. I know exactly how you mean it. It's like, if I'm not there, could this still happen? And if the answer is yes, then I really don't know if it's purposeful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with our job, we have to be there, you know? Yeah. And that's so motivating. So that's, you know, showing up and being my own boss and being able to say, this is what I'm going to work on today. And if I need support, I know who I can call. It's just, it's the most motivating thing. I can't believe like, this is where I'm at with how I used to call off. Cause I was a hot mess girl, like being fired. And stuff. <laughs> I was, I was, it was bad. <laughs> what do you mean you were a hot mess? What do you mean? You explain that. Like, I just like my first job out of college was at GlaxoSmithKline, which is a pharmaceutical company. My dad got me the job. It was in the internal communications department. So I got a big girl job. You know, I went to Ikea. I bought like a plant. I got picture frames and like post-it notes. And I just called off all the time. I would go out and party after work and then just not even go home. And, oh, it was bad. And then my next job, I was like, fired from that. I just like kept getting fired because it wasn't where I was supposed to be. And it was like self-sabotage because I knew that, you know, and to now be the one that says, okay, this is what you got to do. This is your goal. Like, get it. It's, an, it's just a, a, a jest that was hiding. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh my gosh. That, yeah. A jest that was hiding was hiding huh I love that but now you're here and you're making things happen and you're doing great things right now you're busy as hell right mm -hmm. I mean how were you throughout the pandemic were you busy through the pandemic too uh I mean yes and no I did a lot of virtual parties yeah so you did those too right you were a doing lot. some virtual they, yeah they saved me yeah, exactly. It wasn't my favorite, but it worked for the time. And then I also did a lot of soul searching and a lot of housework mm. projects, you know? So when you say soul searching, that made me think of, um, it made me think of a couple of things, but I remember that I'm, I put up a post about not being able to mm, probably like turn off at night, or I was feeling like I had a lot on my mind. Like it was just a lot of anxiety. And I put a post up about it and you responded and you um, sent me some information about meditation. You sent me some pocket. Yes. So that really, I listened to it and it really helped me, Jess. It really did. I want to thank you so much for, I'm sure I thanked you already, but it really helped me. 
And um, some other people were like, oh, try some CBD gummies and stuff. I haven't done that yet, but <laughs> you're like, <"Huh?" laughs> I haven't done that yet. But yeah. the meditation did work. Like, what else do you do to kind of wind down from, you know, your, your busy wedding season or, you know, the busy time, you know, you're a mom, you're doing a lot of things. So how do you wind down? Oh my God, that's a good question. I'm working on that. <laughs> uh, it's been nice because I have a routine right now with not being as busy act with active gigs, you know? So I kind of have that bedtime. To be honest, my husband gives me back massages almost every night what I know I know right it's so good and he just has these like magic hands that are just healing and they know where to go and um it's just like that's what relaxes because I focus on that and how nice it feels that it takes my mind off from wandering when it doesn't work though I know that's like amazing like thank you Riley whenever he watches this he's incredible um I love that I like to have the bedroom to myself. There's times when I just need to reset my own energy because I'm, I'm an empath, which means that, you know, I kind of absorb people's energies mm -hmm. a little bit more than most. And so I have that inside of me. So sometimes I just need to be by myself, put on a show that's just in the background and um, to stop my mind from wandering, I'll just kind of like make a story up in my head. You know what I mean? Like a visualization, which I've done my entire life. When I was little, I used to visualize, this is weird. I don't know if I should share this, but I used to visualize that I would get kidnapped. It's so weird. I don't know. Who are you kidnapped I don't know. Listen, it was like this like thing, like it was like a, like a fairy tale kind of where like the princess is like captured and like, like that. Well, I've never been like, okay, fairy tale Disney type kidnap. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like that. This is an exclusive. Nobody ever know. I've never told this to anybody before. My face is getting red. But like, so <laughs> you said it here on She's the DJ podcast with DJ Q Boogie. Yes. She wants to get in. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. But like, that's what I was little. I used to make up these stories, you know? So I turned back into that. But also, I'm working with an intuition coach. And she is giving me methods of grounding, which is basically just releasing all of that energy of life that you pick up throughout the day. Um, things like being outside in nature with your shoes off. Mm -hmm. Meditation, even if it's five minutes during the day, even if it's in the morning, it still helps to balance out your system. And then self-care, man, taking time for you. You know, you, you have to, taking baths, taking showers, that's my shit. Taking a shower, let's go. Let me tell you, when I take showers, first of all, I take long showers. And yep. I mean, I was once told that try when I'm taking a shower, try not to think about anything and just like fill the water and just be in that moment. Right. But that's very hard for me. So in the shower, I kind of like, I do a lot of things. I cry in the shower. You know, I think about a lot of things. Like, so the shower is the shit. It really is. Yeah. Did you ever see those notepads that are waterproof that you can get for your shower? Nope. See how you need, you need to put me on too. It's so good. Cause I have a feeling you probably come up with some of your best ideas too in the shower. Do you? Yes, I do. Yeah. I yeah. really do. Do yeah. you know? Uh, yes, I do. I, that's one of the reasons why I go there is to see what comes up. You know, it's just like things uncomplicate for some reason when I'm under that water, you know? Mm. Um, so I'll have to send you the link. I forget the name. I found out about them at a conference from somebody named Justin Reed, who was presenting and he has the same kind of, you know, persona with thinking of big ideas. And I just like went and bought it right away. You just like write down things and you can remember them. Wow. I need that like yesterday. 
I'll send you the link. You can post it with this if you want to, like, you know, reference points for the chat, like, of what we talked about. I, I feel like you're so confident. Like, have you always been like that? Girl, that is just what you see. That is not what's on the inside. I have to be honest about that. Mm. So, uh, thank you. That's funny. See, sometimes what people see is not always how you feel on the inside, right? Like, true. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I'm working with this coach, the intuition coach, is just to kind of get rid of the bull crap that's in my head that that's that limiting talk, you know? Um, I mean, I'm confident with you because I feel good with you. Like you and I vibe. We really do. And we have a lot in common. Yes. So I think it's who I'm around, but like, if it was a group of people that I didn't feel the same connection with, I would be second guessing everything I just said, but a year from now, I'm not going to be that way. (laughs) Next week, you're not going to be that way. Okay. Next week. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Next week, you're not going to be like that. You know? Okay. So let me tell you this. So this is why I say that we have a lot in common because I did my, I did my research. Okay. I read up on you. Okay. We both played the violin. What? Oh, I'm about to go get it. <laughs> it's like somewhere in my basement. Shut up. How long did you play for? Probably like three years in elementary school. I played the violin and I played the clarinet. Oh my God. Did you play anything? How long did you play for? Oh gosh. I played from sixth grade until 12th grade. Wow. See, yeah. so you were like an expert. Violinist. I mean, I knew how to do it. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was beautiful. I miss it. I do. I think about picking it back up. I have one that I got for Christmas a couple years ago. You could easily integrate that into a DJ set, right? I was just going to say that Jess. Yeah. You know how much that would set you apart. I mean, you're already like in your own lane and doing your own thing and everything, but that would be like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you make that happen, please? And I want to really be a part of that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, maybe like two years I'm thinking, cause I still have this drum machine that I need to learn that I keep talking about. So, well, I did uh, connect you with someone. Okay. I don't know oh, how that went. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. See, this is why I need to write things down. You did. Thank you for that. By the way, that was quick. You're like, I got you. And then like an hour later, you're like, here's your person. <laughs> Listen, I'm all about connecting good people. Okay. I'm all about helping people. I want to help people. Um, do their thing. I just, that's just me. I can't help. Yeah, I love I it. That's like, a what, sign are, what sign are you? Capricorn. Capricorn. Okay. I'm a Scorpio, but I just got my astrology chart read and I do have like a moon in Capricorn or something. So maybe that's kind of, I'm a firm believer in that stuff. What does that mean? A moon in Capricorn? Oh, don't even ask me. I just had one okay. session. I'll look it up. We'll, we'll look it up and figure it out. That means, yeah. it means that we're connected. Okay. Yes. And I, that's probably part of your helperness too, which you do a fantastic job at, by the way. Thank you. Thank You're you. Mm-hmm. Now I, so I DJed a lot of different types of events, just like you have, mm-hmm. but I will say, I wish we were like really closer and, you know, I'm in Connecticut, you're in um, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So I really don't like doing weddings. Like I did. I love doing like corporate events, women empowerment events, um, you know, a lot of different types of summits, things like that, but weddings are not my favorite. So how, how did you like just stop on weddings? Not, not stop, but like, that's where you make most of your money, right? 
Oh yeah. That's basically what I do now. I used to do some corporate and it was cool, but like, it never, like, it never made, I don't know how to explain it. It was fine, but it wasn't where I shined, you know? And for a while I struggled with being just a wedding DJ. I want it to be nightclub. You know, um, if you see DJ just on the, on the flyer, you're going to be like, oh damn, like that's going to bring, you know, a decent amount of people out. There was another DJ, DJ Femi in Pittsburgh and she's so dope. And like her name pulls and I'm like, that's where I want to be. Um, what did you say? Femi, DJ Femi? DJ Femi, look her up. She's so dope. She has like a whole vibe about like, she just like runs the stage. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know if she ever does podcasts, but she'd probably be good to get on your show. I swear I don't ever see her. So I'll just send you her information when we're done. Please do. Please do. I will. But um, so I wanted to be, I was like, I want to be like Femi, you know? Uh, but then after the pandemic happened and I stopped and I slowed down and I just like, I took only seven weddings that year, right? Well, I, I didn't take them. That's what happened. And then the following year, which was 2021, it was like around 30. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm really meeting some amazing couples and I'm really getting to spend time with them, getting to know them. I think this is where I shine and I think this is what I love. And it makes sense because love is my jam. Like, I'm not saying it's not yours. You know what I mean? But like, there's this thing that I have with love where I'm able to know things about people. Mm. And I've had enough experiences where I know that's not crap. And I can say that I'm still becoming comfortable with it, but it makes sense as to why I can tell things about love, where someone's going to end up, what their foundation is looking at pictures of my friend's uh, Tinder swipes. I'm like this girl, like you're going to find this or you're going to find that. And lo and behold, it like comes true. And I'm like, okay, I have this superpower with love and it makes sense why I'm there to kind of share my energy and receive and set the tone. So I think that's why it was almost like I was destined to be there. It's just a connection, you know, it's what you're supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. I, I love love too. Like I really do. But it's just like too much. There's like so much, right? <laughs> I'm just not, it's just, I don't know. I just, I can't even explain it. People ask me that all the time because I'm always like, okay, you know what? This way, if if a good friend wants me to DJ their wedding, I'll do it, you know? Yeah. But it's just not something that. That part of your soul. Know. I don't know. I, I just, I don't. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> go ahead. That's fine. You know what I mean? Got to remember, I wanted to be an event planner too. So I love chaos like that. You know, like I love the logistics, the planning, the schedule and coordinating with the vendors. So it's kind of like planning though. I love planning, but it's just, I don't know. I I really need to really think about that. I don't know. Me and you need to go back and forth about that. I want to figure that out. I mean, it sounds like you're doing what you love and what you're good at. I don't really thrive in corporate and I don't know why I just don't, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't even know how to answer that question when people ask me. So I don't know. Do you (laughs) ever like collaborate with any other DJs? Do things with any other DJs? Not recently. I haven't. No. I mean, I'm like constantly going to conferences and networking, but as far as like doing things together, no, I performed on Twitch with a, you know, a few people during the pandemic, uh, the hot spot, you know, we were all quarantined, but no, man, that would be sick though. (laughs) Love that. We need to make something happen too. Yeah. But you. So how's everything going with Twitch? Have you been on Twitch at all? Uh, just like randomly, if like the DJ's vault or Crate Hackers is, you know, streaming Joe Bunn or, you know, my dude ADMC from Pittsburgh, but for real, like I'm just, I need like in person. Yeah. Kind of 
you know, it's just, I don't know. It has like a sour spot in my mind because I remember being at home, just like on Twitch, like wishing that I could just feel people's energy. So, yeah, I, I get that. At first it is difficult, you know, cause you can't see people. You could just see the emotes or whatever. And you know, see what they're saying and stuff like that. But it is different. It's, it is a different type of energy. And you DJ different on there too, honestly. Uh-huh. You know what? People are killing it still. More power to them for doing it. That is a superpower that I don't have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, are you still doing Twitch? I am every Friday. And I'm doing like raid trains and stuff like that too. So yeah, I am. Girl. Last year I was off for like, four or five months because I had this two huge projects that I would do that I was doing so I had to go off so I came back on in November so yeah I mean it, it's it's fun you know I use it as a networking tool and um as, as practice as well oh and God, uh, it keeps yes. me on my toes too yeah. you know, with getting new music because I don't like pay, playing the same type of music all the time anyways and you know speaking of that like how would you how would you uh describe like your style of DJing Oh, my style. Oh, uh, uh, quick mixing mixed in with sampling songs that are about to drop in during the other song. I love, I love grabbing certain parts of songs and saving them on my hot cues under the sample banks and then, you know, turning the bass down so that doesn't punch in and then just kind of like sampling in different pieces of the song whether it's just like one word like you know yeah or something or you know like like a quick like intro like for example whenever I have to play Whitney Houston I want to dance with somebody which is a classic song but like honestly at weddings played out um (laughs) I'm sorry it is it's fine though it's fun Uh, when when I DJ a wedding I'm gonna like make sure I contact you so we can talk about the music Yeah, girl. No, that's why I work with couples who want to get different types of music in there. Cause I can't, you know, I can't with the basics, but like, I'll just like kind of bring in that, you know what I mean? Like just like kind of bring in that shit in real quick. So that's, I guess that's my style. Is that a style? It is DJ Jets' style. Yes, it's a style. Okay. You know, we should have had some wine or something. What's in your, if in there, water? Just water. water mug. I know. So corny we should have had wine you know we're gonna do this again and we're gonna have wine okay and then, and then we're gonna have other djs on here too yeah and then we're gonna do it we're gonna hang out too <laughs> i'm coming out there okay it's cheap it's cheap i flew into boston in december it was 97 dollars round trip mm-hmm. i'm not kidding i'm gonna i'm gonna make that happen we need to like and you know oh, let's talk about your retreat that you had let's talk about that like how was that? are you gonna do that again we're talking about it. Um, I'm not sure I want to, it's just life fills up your calendar. If you don't block off dates, you know what I mean? So it was incredible. It was a lot of work, but it was worth it. It was, uh, my friend DJ run that and DJ Stardust, Stephanie and Michelle from California. And you know, Stardust is in your area actually in Hartford, right? Um, we had been talking about getting together and, you know, ideas of a retreat. And then it just kind of one morning I woke up, I was like, screw this. Like we need to meet, like, I need something to look forward to. I think I planned it in January. It was for July. And I found a place I searched all over on the map on Airbnb and just kept like checking out neutral locations. Right. And there was like nothing that I loved. So I got to Atlanta and that's where I found this gorgeous mansion called the Frito. How do you say it? Frito Kalo? I don't know how to say it. Frito Kala. Oh gosh, please don't judge me. Sometimes when I'm on the spot, I forget things. 
young people anymore. <laughs> Frida Kayla, Kayla, anyways, it's the girl with the eyebrow who was, you know, life-changing for- Oh, for okay. I know who you're talking about. Frida, right? Frida. Okay. I, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Okay. So the mansion was named after her and it had like artwork of her all over the house. And it was just so romantic and soft and feminine yet bold. So we all got together. I planned out a schedule along with Michelle um, where, you know, you'd wake up in the morning, you would do yoga or meditations, you know, that were guided. And then you would journal about things. And then that would kind of lead you into a business topic. And um, we borrowed some decks from a buddy of mine, Topher, who lives in Atlanta and a speaker. And so we had like mixed sessions. We streamed for QSC, play out loud at home. And I brought my girl, Erica, who owns Crystal Clear Naturals, and she provided Reiki, massages, facials. Oh. Yeah, right? It was- You need to do that again. I know, I know I do. I definitely will get on it. I just have to figure out like when's a good time because I swear there's like so many DJ conferences and you know, with our work and stuff too. But it was just amazing to have women with like a similar mindset um, and passions in the same space together mm -hmm. with no other distractions. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could have been there, but when you do it again, I'm definitely coming there. And even if you need help with organizing it, I'm down. I really want to do something like that. I, I love, I loved seeing you guys on Instagram, the pictures and everything. I'm like, damn, I wish I was there. Be Selecta was there too, right? Uh, Be Selecta. That's my girl. I, and I met her through the Ray train too, yeah. but you know, just seeing her and talking to her on Instagram and stuff like that. I, I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. You're doing some great things. I appreciate that about you. Um, so, okay. I have a couple more questions for you and I know you have to go because you're so popping right now and you got all these podcasts that you're on because everyone wants to interview you because oh you're always dope. Okay. So... <laughs> You are really turning red to stop. So <laughs> thank so you. I know one, one thing that I struggled with um, for a long time was like emceeing, okay, while I'm DJing. You're good at that. You're really good at that, right? Thank you. It's been part of who I am since I was a little girl. I mean, I'm getting better. I could, you can always grow. You know what I mean? When you're an entrepreneur, you're like, I can always get better. And I totally could get better, but it is something that, I have been doing since I was little when I used to put on plays in my parents' backyard, um, you know, and like, then I would, I was, uh, I was part of something called the NFL, which is the national forensics league, not football. And it's where you compete in different topics of speech, you know, humor, prose, um, I don't even remember impromptu was another one. So I did learn, you know, I took speech classes on how to do that yeah and then when I was in college you know giving speeches and stuff too and taking like broadcasting classes and things it just kind of I just like being on stage even though I clam up and I used to shake really bad <laughs> oh my gosh me too like you your speech class helped you my speech class traumatized me because oh my, my teacher was horrible yes for real <laughs> I had the opposite experience <laughs> Oh no. What tips would you give? So I'm so much better now. Like I'm look at me, I'm doing things like this now. Like mm -hmm. for real, I would never imagine, never in a million years imagine. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what tips would you give someone that is struggling with emceeing while they're DJing? Number one. Um, I think when I hosted trivia for two and a half years, that really, really helped me. 
Mm. 100%. It, it kind of took away the jitters. I just became comfortable because I was doing it once a week for two hours. And it's just the way that you phrase the questions and pause and stuff that really helped. Um, record yourself and watch yourself. That's so hard though. Uh, there's a group called Toastmasters. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So joining that, looking for Toastmasters, Vicki Musney is, is the, uh, like one of the main people in that. Also, there are workshops, which I want to take. Um, I know there's a DJ called Mike Walter. He does MC classes. Um, the Marbecca method, which is Mark and Rebecca Farrell. They have MC master classes too. There's like a bronze, a silver and a gold. I plan on taking that as well. So I would just say search for the professional development and invest into yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Huge. Invest in yourself. Okay. Oh, yeah. That is big right now. I mean, it's always been big, but we're just, I know I can speak for me. Like I'm just figuring out that I needed to do that. Same, same. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what's, what's, what's next for DJ Jess? Oh my God. What's next? Well, um, I've been starting to speak at conferences, so I'll be at Midwest DJs Live in April, the end of April, talking about Instagram. So yeah, that's my passion is, is you know, helping DJs change their Instagram. Every account that I see take advice that I give them, I'm just like so excited because I'm not doing it to like be obsessed with social media or want to get my name out there. Like I legit just want to see <laughs> DJs doing it the right way. Do you have a, you don't have a masterclass or anything? I'm thinking about it. That's like my, my big goal for the year. I think. I don't know. Okay. So I'm saying it, you were thinking it, you know, we're connected. So you got to make that happen. And what I'm going to do is push you to make that happen because I have an idea. So I'm going to collaboration time. I'm going okay. to make that happen. Seriously. You took a yeah. deep breath when I said that too, but you know, that's what you're supposed to be doing. You know I- it. Oh, I think so. Oh my God. This one time it was real quick. I was watching Jeopardy, which I don't do. Mind you, it was just like on the TV. And I was like, I'm like, what do I do with my life? Like I was like one of those states, you know, like, do I do this Instagram thing? Do I, do I put the time in and develop a course? So I sit down and it's college Jeopardy. And I look at one of the categories and it's social media. And I'm like, huh? Okay. I mean, I get it, you know? And then I'm like doing something. I come back, I sit on the bed, I'm folding clothes. I look at the next category, DJs. I'm like, what? And then I asked my husband, do they repeat categories? Is social media and DJs always two categories for the college thing? And he's like, no, they usually rotate. And I'm like, okay, universe, let's go. You know what I mean? It was just wild. Um, okay. So, um, you already know by the end of the year, um, probably in the next couple of months, but we'll talk because like I said, I'm going to push you to do that. Okay. Okay. That's what I do. I always say, like, I can tell everybody what they're supposed to do with their life, but I could not figure out mine. So I'm just now figuring everything out, which, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, that's how I feel. It's my journey. It's my journey to talk about, you know. Oh, so what what else are you, what else you got going on? So you're going to be speaking. Yeah, I'm going to be speaking. Um, uh, what did you say? You said you're going to be speaking oh, okay. and your um, social media stuff, the Instagram okay. and what else? And then learning the drum machine, got to do that. Like for real, for real, I'm done talking about it. Um, so I need to, you know, link up with your boy, have him teach me some things and then possibly maybe have him teach me or hire a teacher. I have somebody kind of hanging out there. Um, continuing to develop this client experience that I want to roll out. Like it's way too, I got to show it to you, dude. It's like super out there, but it's going to work. And then I also just bought two Rain 12s 
So I'm ready to learn vinyl. Like I don't know vinyl yet and that's bullshit. So I'm going to learn vinyl enough to play on them. Not enough to do, you know, scratching and beat juggling. Like maybe that's next year, but I can't load on too much. So those, that's my big three goals. I love it. I really, oh my gosh. I just feel like you're just so amazing, Jess. Oh gosh. Like your spirit is just so I don't know. I, I'm just like, we we're, I just feel connected to you. I just do. And that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is my last and final question. Okay. I got to look at it. <laughs> As DJs, we play a lot of walkout music for people. You know, when you're um, DJing your weddings, you're playing the music for, you know, the, the bride and the groom when they come out and the wedding party and stuff like that and other events. Um, so tell me, what would your walkout song be? And I want you to dance, show me how you would dance to it. And I wanna know what lip color would you be wearing? (laughs) Okay, let me move my chair. First of all, you see my backdrop movement. It used to be wild thing, but then as I grew older, I'm like, no, I can't do that. Um, So it would be, so it has to, it would be two, right? So I said purple Lamborghini is my shit, you know, Skrillex and Rick Ross. You just kind of like walk out like, mm, nah, nah. like I just be like, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, and then I'd be like, Wah. and then it would be Jill Scott Golden. Do you know that song? <laughs> oh my God. And I'm like, ding, ding, ho, you know what I mean? Hey. And I would just kind of like walk in. Oh, <laughs> yes. There we go. I can sing, I would be singing, but I can't. It sounds like you can sing too. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Let everybody, Jess is talented as hell, okay? She can sing. I heard you hit that note. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) No, I know. I was just getting ready to Mariah Carey. So I was like warmed up because I was like pretending to sing to her stuff earlier. So like, I think my chords are like, just like, let's go. Really? (laughs) <laughs> I can't sing all that well, but I can carry a, a tune. See, that's what we're going to have to like <laughs> a part two with DJ Jess. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, you got to tell me your lip color. Oh shit. Just right here. I mean, I love what I'm wearing. So what is this called? I don't even know. This is called. So that's the lip color that you're going to be wearing when you walk out. It's and you're playing. Called... Yes, one? It's called heroin. Oh, what? Shit. it's not what h-e-r-o-i-n-e okay is that like a superhero heroin yes it's a superhero superhero dj jess yes that's what it is it's called superhero (laughs) i mean yeah I, i love this i wear this all the time so this is what i'll be wearing superhero are the best you are the best. Please, oh, l- l- tell everybody where they can find you. You know, Instagram, DJ Jess 412. That's the Pittsburgh zip code because I had no idea I would be a DJ and I would keep my name. And then by the time it was like 2 million Jesses, so 412. <laughs> it's nothing wrong with that. So on um, in your website. Oh, DJ Jess412.com. So it's like DJ Jess412. 412. DJ yeah. Jess. Are you on like Facebook or anything? Do you mess yeah, with all that? DJ Jess 412, but also Jessica McKelvey, but a space between the C and the K. You could find me there too. And Mixcloud. DJ Jess. Just DJ Jess, I think. <laughs> yes. DJ Jess, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for asking. This was amazing.
girl, we are going to do big things in 2022. Okay. Just know that. And we see you, we know you, we're going to be like, oh, we're going to see you on the big stages and be like, I know her. I know her. I know DJ Jess. And um, just keep making it happen, girl. Keep making it happen. We see you, we support you, and we love you. Oh, I love you. Thank, Thank you. So you. I appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to She's the DJ podcast. I hope that you enjoyed yourself here. DJ Sisters, if you would like help and support to build your DJ business and elevate your DJ skills, sign up for our email list to get news about the launch of our female DJ association community called The Studio. You will also get tips and resources, giveaways, and a lot of other great information to elevate your DJ business. Go to djqboogie.com forward slash about FDJA to sign up. Connect and interact with us on Facebook and Instagram at Female DJ Association. See you soon.